Welcome to another episode of Horror for Dummies. We are the show that comes to you once a week that teaches a thing or two to the dumbest little guy about the genre we love. In this week's episode, we'll be talking about two films that fit the theme of the week. And the theme of the week is Tearjerker Horror. We'll be focusing on Searching from 2018 and Let the Right One In from 2008. I'm your host, Tim, and with me is the dummy, Daniel Loof. Pee pee poo poos. <laughs> okay, so before we start this episode, I must clarify one thing. You may notice that on this week's episode, we are doing something a little different with the show. Uh, and this is going to be an ongoing thing from now on. Instead of reviewing a film and that's it, we have decided each week to have a theme for the show. And the theme could be anything horror related. For example, it could be vampires, cannibals, comedy, horror, anything at all. From then, we will take two films that fit the theme and review them while also discussing other films that may fit in that theme. Um, does that make sense? No. No. Okay. Kind of. <laughs> Beyond that, we both will be picking one song that represents the film we are reviewing, and we will talk about why we picked that song and how it fits with the film that we're doing. So... I am picking the song tonight for the film Searching, and Loof, you are picking the song for Let the Right One In. I am... You are. You are. (laughs) So, tonight's theme is something that I've been wanting to do for a long while. Um, Jerk it. Tear jerk it. What? Jerk it. Later, after we finish (laughs) recording. Tear jerk horror movies. Horror movies that make you cry. And, uh, look, man, I'm going to be... I want to just come out there and say it. I love horror movies of all type. I mean, I love gory ones, scary ones, shocking ones, all those. But for some reason, I love when a film can make me cry. Because you're a big fucking skirt, mate. Coming from you, that's rich. You cry at every second movie you watch. Well, they're sad. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) off Off the top of my head, the mainstream films that I can think of that have made me cry are like, Titanic, The Lion King, Up. Have you seen Up? Yeah, I've seen the start of Up. (laughs) The start of Up fucks me up every time. Most um, Disney things fuck me up. (laughs) That's true. Disney are fucking great. Yep. Um, And another one is Forrest Gump. That always crushes me. Yeah, I really want the chocolates too. (laughs) (laughs) And I try and get them and it just hurt my hand and it makes me sad. (laughs) Oh, you fuck. Um, and then I'll, I'll horror- like cut out little Lieutenant Dan legs to put them back on. <laughs> it keeps moving around. Anyway. Is it wrong that there are many scenes in that movie that make me laugh? No, I feel like there'd be like <laughs> scenes you're not supposed to laugh at, though. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, enough about Forrest Gump. Great fucking movie. One of my all-time favourites. But horror films. We're talking about horror Dan. films. <laughs> And <laughs> and horror films that have made you cry and the effect. So why don't we just start off listing some... What we're going to do is we're going to list off six horror movies just quickly and just talk about why they've made, made us cry. Then we're going to go into the review of Searching and then we're going to come back after the song is played that I've picked so generously for you. Then we're going to come back, talk about six more horror so movies giving. just... Just briefly, I am giving. Um, and then we'll finish this review. This show up with uh, Let the Right One In review. Yes. Cool. All right, so 
movies, horror movies that make you cry. I, I, I put this out to a few people on um, the Horror for Dummies Facebook page. The oldie facebook page. Yeah. And um, I, I said, give me, give me a movie that has made you cry, a horror movie, and I'll read it on the show. Uh, we only got one person that did that. Thanks for and participating, that- <laughs> everybody. <laughs> that was Barb Brook. So thank you so much, Barb Brook. Thanks, man. Uh, she said the biggest weepy for me, <laughs> weepy, um, was Train to Busan. Yeah. Woo he did I cry at the end. Also felt sorry for evil in the original Friday, uh, sorry, e- the original Fright Night. When he gets shafted through the chest and Peter Vincent says with him, as he dies, stays with him as he dies. Sorry. Um, so just quickly, Fright Night. I, I completely forgot about that movie being a, a kind of a tearjerker moment. Um, you haven't seen Fright Night, have you? Nag. There is a character called Evil in it who is very over the top, and he's one of my favourite characters in all horror movies. Um, but yeah, he. I'll just spoil that bit because I'm sure most people listening have seen Fright Night. He gets turned into a vampire. Oh no! And then, <laughs> and then he um he gets killed. Um, but his death is very, very slow and and kind of painful to watch because you you've you've watched this movie with this character and you fall in love with this character and you then have to see him die slowly and you watch him die while he's crying saying I don't want to die. Is this someone from and 2011? That's the remake. The original is from 1985, I think. I'm pretty sure it's 85. Okay. But, yeah, it is a heartfelt moment. I'll give it that. Mm. But the first film that she mentions, Train to Busan, when when I planned on doing this episode, Train to Busan was the film that just kept coming into mind as a film that always makes me cry, no matter how many times I've seen it. Mm. Um, that ending, man. Did it get you? Oh, yeah. The ending always gets me. I got sad when... What else? The old lady. One of the old ladies. Oh, yes, yes. The old lady uh, sacrifices herself. Yeah. That was sad. Um, what else? There was a few moments. I can't remember. But yeah, definitely the ending. You are the biggest softie I've ever met. Yeah. Like, when we talk about Train to Busan making people cry, it's always that ending crushes me. But you're like, yeah, the part with the baseball team and... And, and the, the, the other <laughs> part and all the other parts. Let me guess, the guy, the the big strong Korean guy... Oh, yeah, when who he dies too. Tell, when he tells his wife the, the name of their child, mm. does that make you cry too? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> or close to. Look, th- this isn't like... Th- there's degrees of crying. It's like more like welling up. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of thing. What okay, what what makes you cry in film? Like what subject matter makes you cry? Oh. Um a lot of their family stuff. Yeah. Um and a lot of like depression y suicide y stuff gets me too. Um Really? Yeah, because hits <laughs> so um yeah all that stuff will get me uh death yeah. stuff's pretty easy um yeah just See, like feeling like when characters feel like they're 
um, they're like not fitting in and shit. That kind of yeah. stuff will do it as well. As well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a pretty easy mark, man. For a fucking, you just play that music and I'm 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 done. <laughs> flowers make me cry. Yeah, and some flowers and and swing sets with no kids on them. Oh, uh, <laughs> maybe not in Terminator. <laughs> Um, okay, so yeah, Train to Busan is my number one film that makes me cry. Easily. Yeah. And for me, the thing that gets me is is family, but most notable is is kids. Yeah, I think Any, more so any, for you now, kids. Yeah, anything that strikes close to home for me is something that gets me. And, and it's usually kids, man. Um... Anything involving a kid being sad in some way usually usually brings on the waterworks. Yeah. So, I mean, that ending part and the way the music hits is just absolutely perfect. And the way that when he's looking at his daughter screaming for him saying, don't go, and he's having flashbacks of her being born. Yeah. Oh, God. God, that's such an incredible scene. Mm. I love it. Um, the Mist. The Mist is another one that um, I, I, I searched up horror movies that make you cry. Yeah. And The Mist was one that made a lot of people cry. And this, this is a funny one. You haven't seen The Mist, and I'm shocked by this. No. You need to see The Mist. I think you'll love it. Okay. But the ending of The Mist, and I don't want to talk about this too much because I cannot spoil the ending of The Mist for you because it's one of the biggest... In my opinion, it's one of the best endings to a movie ever. I will it's get off the a- Wikipedia page. <laughs> oh, do, do yeah, get off it straight away because okay. it's it, it's uh, it's a kick in the dick. Let's just say that. Okay. But for the people who have seen The Mist, you know what I'm talking about. And the ending of that film, oh man, when you realize what has happened, it's like, oh wow, that's. Was it just? Did somebody harsh. do a heaps big fart? Is that what it was? What's that got to do with anything? Did that make the mist? Like it was just like a fart mist? No. Okay. No. You're that was my guess. You're wrong. I guess you're I'm wrong. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next movie I want to talk about is a movie that I saw, and I believe it was 2018. It, it was... Uh, I think it came out in 2017, but it was widely released in 2018. Um, And that's the movie called Hostile. Now, this is a one that not many people have seen. Uh, It's it's one that I think needs to be seeked out because this one... This was my number two of my top ten favorite films of 2018. Um, Basically, the story of this movie is you have a character called Juliet who is a lone survivor of an apocalyptic era. Mm-hmm. And she she crashes her car, breaks her leg, and in this world there are creatures, um, kind of zombie-like, but not zombie-like, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, they're, they're not the usual zombies, like they, they eat you and all that stuff, and when you get bitten, you turn. Um, but they are creatures. And yeah, she's stuck in this car with a broken leg and she has to fight off this creature. But during the movie, she has flashbacks to her past beyond, uh, before this world kind of came to apoc- uh, an apocalypse. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and the ending kind of ties up with her flashbacks. And when you realise what what this creature is, it fucking killed me, man. Okay, so um, no spoilies? No. No, no spoilies. Okay. Because <laughs> this one, this is the one that I don't think many people have seen, um, but I think it's one that needs to be seen. It's incredible. Okay. I loved every second of it. And I think you'd really like it because it... It goes through this girl's past, and she has a she she deals with um, drug abuse and all this stuff. Okay, and she, and she, I can't say too much. That'll get me. I, that's yeah. If I say any more, it's going you, you're going to kind of put two and two together. Okay, so are so, they just regular hostile? Or are they fucking hostile? Um, sorry. D- it depends. It's in my it head depends. now. During, it's been in my head since cr- you said fucking hostile. <laughs> <laughs> do do do. <laughs> during during the the monster scene, it's fucking hostile. Mm. Was it say that? <laughs> fucking one, two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking great song. Oh, fuck it. I'm just listening to it now. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, all right. So let's jump on to another movie that. I almost forgot about this movie existed. And then when I realized, I'm like, oh, that's right. That movie made me cry too. It's called Odd Thomas. And that's an odd it, name. It doesn't sound no. like something you'd watch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, let me just explain what this story is. Okay. So, Odd Thomas, um, it's a, it, it's an adaptation from a Dean Koontz book. Oh, I love Dean Koontz. Yeah, so this is the story is a small town uh, near the desert. Fast food cook Odd Thomas has the ability to see and talk to dead people. He is in love with his girlfriend Stormy and they believe that they are destined to be together forever. Odd Thomas uses his abilities to help Chief of Police Wyatt Porter solve, mor- solve murders. But when Odd sees the creepy fungus Bob Robinson, these names in this movie are fucking unreal. Creepy Fungus Bob Robertson. That's his name. Nice. He is, sh- he is sure that the town is in danger and threatened by the possibility of a massive destruction. His further investigation with Stormy discloses that Fungus Bob worships the Prince of Darkness and is plotting to kill many people in this town. And it's basically the story of, of this couple and and them trying to rescue the town. It's not a full-blown horror film, but it does okay. deal with, like, kind of demon-type creatures. Yeah, okay. So, you can put it in there. Yeah. Um, Sounds good. It is. I think you'll like it. This one, it was on Netflix, and it's been taken off, sadly. Um, but it stars um, Anton Yelchin. Yep. As Odd Thomas, who... If you don't know who Anton Yelchin is, he was the guy in Green Room. Mm-hmm. Um... The guy, speaking about the Fright Night remake, he was in that. Uh, and he sadly passed away. Oh, um, he dead? At a young age of like... Anton Yelchin. Yeah, I didn't know he was dead. Yeah. Didn't you? Oh, yeah, that's right, when we did Green Room. Anyway, yeah, 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 sorry. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he, he died like 28 or something like that, yeah. Yeah, 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 rough. Yeah. It sucks, because he had a fucking career mm. very, uh, ahead of him. I really like his stuff. Um, but yeah, Odd Thomas is another one that got me. When it, it, it comes to the conclusion of the end, where it hits you, yeah, 
But yeah, that's another one that, that really got me to me. Um, okay, here's one that we can both talk about because I know for a fact that you've seen this movie and I'm pretty sure you if you me. are listening... I do know you because you told me before we recorded Damn that you like this movie. <laughs> um, but I'm pretty sure that if you're listening to this podcast, you are a, a horror fan Make, and you've seen this movie as well. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so the movie is Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm going to let you guess of what scene made me cry. Um, the ending bit? No. Like the the kind of like hold out in the pub part? Nope. Um, killing his dad? Nope. Uh, the bit where they said they were going to go to the pub? And you were like, oh, I remember going to the pub. And then you cried. <laughs> <laughs> Creative, but no. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm running out of shit. The scene where we get the reveal that Sean's mother has been bitten. Yeah. And that he has to shoot her. That's right. Um, yep, yep, yep. I've, ne- I've never forgiven Dylan Mor- Moran. Yeah, Moran. Is that his name? Yeah. Mor- yeah, I've never forgiven him for that. And I will not watch his fucking specials. It's so uh, funny. Because of that movie. Um, <laughs> someone messaged me yesterday. And it had been like 11 years since we like met him at a cafe in Sydney. <laughs> you met him? Uh, I didn't. Everyone else went over. But I was like, I don't want to bother the cunt, man. Just fucking let him have his coffee. Huh. But was yeah, he, other people was he, over. What Was he nice or was he like... I think he was nice enough. They just went over and said hello and like that they liked his shit and all that and then came back. Yeah, yeah. see, I... I, I I'd be like you. I've listened to enough celebrities talk about um, coming into contact with them. Yeah. And I know if they're eating or drinking, leave alone. them the fuck alone. Yeah. Because yeah. they're, they're just like you and me. And if someone disturbs me while I'm eating, I'm going to crack the shits. Also, they could lose a limb. What do you mean? Well, if they disturb you while you're eating, you're fucking likely to lose a limb. Just bite the oh, shit off. I, I, I get it. I get it. That's a fat joke. Yeah, it's sort it? of a fat joke. It's a little bit of a fat joke. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but okay. Does does Shaun of the Dead make you cry? Uh, I think it did. It's it's honestly it it's been a hot minute since I've seen it. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure it did. I can't remember it, specifically yeah. what though. See, I. I put it on this list because I only watched it recently. Okay. So, and, and I, while I was watching, I'm like, "Yep, it still works." Um, so, I, I, yeah. I remember that there's like a bit where they think they're gonna die. That was sad. Like towards the end. Ah, uh, I think. My, or am I remembering? Oh, he, no, no, no. His friend Ed. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Look, man, that, that that movie has a lot of tear jerking moments in it. Mm. So. That's why it's such a good film because it's a comedy, it's a horror, it's a it's a romance. Yeah, it plays everything these... like so brilliantly. It balances yeah. it so good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, the last film that I want to talk about before we go into our review of Searching mm-hmm. is a movie called Carriers. Uh, and my Australian accent is probably making that film sound funny. Carriers. 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 
how do Americans uh, say? Huh? How 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 did like Americans say carriers? I don't know. I'm not American, so I can't speak American. Do it. Speak American. Hot dog. Pizza. Car- <laughs> <laughs> carriers. <laughs> Car- I don't know. <laughs> All right, so Carriers, which is free on YouTube in Blu-ray quality, I must add. Uh, That's how I watched it. Um, Sucked in people who make money from the movie Carriers. I know, right? I know. Uh, So this movie is, once again, in a kind of an apocalyptic world where a disease has taken over, much like where we are right now. Uh, Hmm. Except this disease is much more savage. Basically turning people into almost zombie-like Does it, like, creatures. dab and shit? <laughs> yes. I don't know what you're talking about, Tell but okay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so this this world, there's a f- some sort of disease that's turning people into kind of zombies, but not zombies. Um, they're just killing them. Realistically, okay. um, and it's a movie about this group of four people and them trying to survive this world, and they're doing things that we are we are seeing every day in our lives, like um, Hoarding wearing toilet masks. Paper. Uh, not that funny enough, yeah. but yeah, wearing masks and um, sanitizing everything like that. Um, <clears throat> so it kind of fits into where we're living now. But and then and th- in this movie, there are multiple scenes where you can talk about that made you cry. But there is one scene for me is involves a father and a daughter, and the daughter's probably four, four or five. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this group of uh, of kids, four kids, uh, I don't know, mid to mid to late twenties, um, they they come across a, a a collection of characters through this movie. But one of the first characters we see is his dad and his daughter, and the daughter has the disease. And she's slowly dying. The thing is, these four people uh, need his car. And I will leave it at that. Okay. Uh, but it's not exactly what you think it is, but it gets me. Okay. Man, it gets me. I, I watched the movie the other night and I had an absolute blast with it. It's a, it's a kind of a slow burn. There is not much zombie action at all in it. It's more a survival horror film. Yep. Um, in saying that, like a survival, surviving the world, um, type thing. But yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, so carriers, carriers, uh, on, on YouTube, man, go and check it out on YouTube. I love your American accent. So thank you. I, I, I can't do, I can't do accents. No. Any accent, even give me like the easiest accent to do. I cannot do it. Australian. horrible. (laughs) <laughs> G'day there mate How are you going You bloody Sheila <laughs> Is that good It's a little It's a little bit Alpha short rape dungeon But you know, we'll, we'll move on I didn't I did not have a rape dungeon <laughs> uh, Okay so <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay so We're gonna Go and start talking about our first feature uh, film, which is entitled Searching.
Dad? Hey, sweetheart. Where are you? Study group. I'm gonna go all night. Oh, one more thing. I want to know about the final you took today. Fifteen. Student. Nine one one. What's your emergency? I'm calling to report a missing person. Okay. Who is this regarding? My daughter. I'm the detective assigned to your daughter's case. I need to know how everything unfolded. Understood. I think we're gonna go late, like all night. One. After a study session, Margot didn't return home. Margot Kim. School has her marked as absent today. Two. She didn't attend school on Friday. My daughter is in a lesson with you right now. Margot canceled her classes six months ago. And three. She's been transferring funds for the last six months. We'll handle the ground investigation. But as a parent, you can help us with who your daughter talks to. Is that something you can do? Yes. Do you mind answering some questions for me to help? Did see her eat lunch alone. On Thursday? Every day. You don't think she's involved with anything serious? I know my daughter. We're not really that close. She has friends, right? Kind of. Why did you invite her to study group? I'm trying to get into Berkeley next year. When was the last time you saw her? She did not run away. Local team has been missing since last Thursday. She made a transaction of $2,500. I know my daughter. Where were you the night my daughter went missing? I know my daughter. Look into her behavior also. She gets a fake ID. I know my daughter. This is your keychain. She was my best friend. You broke his jaw. I know my daughter. I'm trying to help you find my daughter. I didn't know her. I didn't know my daughter. We're talking about Searching from 2018. This one's been a long time coming. I've been wanting to talk about this movie for a long time. You hate this movie. So, far from it, my friend. Um, so, <laughs> the story of Searching is, after his 16-year-old daughter goes missing, a desperate father breaks into her laptop to look for clues to find her. This one comes at a 7.6 out of 10 on IMDb, which is so low. That's pretty low, yeah. Um, this stars John Cho, who most people would remember him as one of the MILF guys from American Pie. Nuh-uh. Fucking Harold and Kumar, bruv. Oh, that too, yeah. I rewatched American Pie, one of them, the other night. The first they one? They are re- No, not the first one. The re- The wedding. The wedding and the reunion. Oh, that's where it's the poop. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> they, they are, they are, they are not as good as I remember them. No, nah, they're very 2000s. Yeah, and they're very cringeworthy. Mm. That's what we liked back then. That's true. Uh, Deborah Messing as Detective Vic, Joseph Lee as Peter, and Michelle La as Margot. Wow. Uh, This is directed by Anish (laughs) Chaganiti. Fuck, I'm horrible at at words. Chagnati. I'll have a look, yep. Uh, yeah, but, you tell me. Uh, well, I gotta find the movie first. Uh, <gasps> he's got, he's got another movie coming out this year called Run. Ooh, Ooh. I'm, I'm, 
I'm excited. And apparently there is rumors for a searching too, which I'm not really on board with. But anyway. Alright, so Okay. Searching. We're talking about searching, and the first question I want to tell you, Luffy, is yep, yep. how many times does this make you cry, this movie? Um maybe twice. It didn't super get me, to be real. Are you serious? Yeah. Like I really liked it, but it just didn't didn't turn the taps on, man. So the part at the start with uh That her mom, that was sad. Yeah, that was one. Wow. And then okay. the, at the end, that was two. This movie, and I'm not lying in any way, shape or form right now, this movie made me cry five times. Wow. Yeah. It got me so many times. This movie is so powerful, in my opinion. Uh, mm. I remember the first time first time I saw this movie, um, I, I was blown away. I loved it. And I was thinking about it like the next day after watching it. And I'm like, how am I going to review this movie? Like, I think I've it's got Anish nothing to fault it. Chiganti. What? Anish Chiganti. Yeah. That, yeah, that sounds right. Because okay, he would, I'm it. assuming, yeah, he's Indian looking dude. So Anish Chiganti right. sounds about right. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so I was thinking about it and I'm like, how do I review this movie? Because I cannot fault it in anything. And that's when I came to the realization that this movie is utterly perfect. And I loved every second of it. How did you feel about your first time watching it? Um, I, I did not pick the twist. Yeah, neither. <laughs> uh, like I was utterly engrossed with the mystery of it all. Um, mm-hmm. maybe would have like, like it's, it's very, it's very M rated. If that makes sense. Like yeah. there's not a lot of gore or nudity or. Anything like that. And I, I don't think that's what it's going for anyway. But um, as far as like visually interesting things on the screen, it doesn't have a lot of spectacle to it. But did you need gore or nudity in this film? No, I'm just like describing the movie. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, okay. Um, it's not a, it's not so much a fault, but um, it's very much like, if if you're hooked into the story, you're good. Yeah, but if you if you're looking for something other than that, it doesn't have much else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, kind of. I know I know where you're coming from, but I feel <clears throat> that the story is enough to engage audiences. Oh, to, me too. But I I reckon if if the story doesn't hook you in, I reckon you'd be super bored. If the story doesn't hook you in, you just flat out don't enjoy it. Don't enjoy movies. <laughs> <Fucking> <laughs> strong words. <laughs> yeah, go and watch. I don't know. Another What's movie. A mainstream movie that. Go watch a Marvel movie. I don't know. I was like, it says nothing. fucking nine point fives over here. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So this movie is not your typical, um, cinema film. No. In saying that, it is, it is done all through the perspective of a laptop, mm-hmm. much much like um, Unfriended. Uh, I think Friend Request. Yeah. Oh no, that was that was different. Un- Unfriended is the one that people know about the most. Mostly Unfriended. <clears throat> and 
I, I understand that a lot of people aren't on board with this type of film, but believe me, believe me when I tell you that this is the best of its kind. I I love these movies. I love computer screen movies. Um, like it's also, <coughs> I really enjoy like the the games as well that do this kind of shit. Mm-hmm. That are like um like found phone games and shit where you like you get it and you like hack their email and you f- go through their texts and you try and figure out what's going on and shit. I didn't know those things existed. Oh, totally. Yeah, there's uh, really good ones. Cool. Um, but yeah, I love the whole because if you watch it on a laptop, you're gonna love it so much more. Yeah. I watched it on a TV this time just to see how it feels. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely watch it on a laptop. I, yeah, the first time I saw it, I watched it on a laptop. This second time for me, I watched it on the TV. Mm. For, for me, it, did, it didn't, it didn't lose value at all watching it on the TV. I don't um, think it loses value so much. I think it just, it really enhances that it's on a laptop, especially I think if you've got a MacBook. Um, that's true. It would yeah. make it feel even more like. Oh, this is all happening on my MacBook. <laughs> it's real. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, um, that's what kind of pulled me out of it a little bit when I was watching it on my laptop. Cause I was like, I have a PC. Um, <laughs> this isn't what my computer looks like. <laughs> uh, but I liked all the old, I liked all the old, um, I don't know. It, it tickled my, my, uh, computer nerd stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like going back yeah. and seeing like XP and shit like that and old YouTube and uh, like retro tech stuff. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, because it does that because it starts off like um, in the past and then kind of well, it progresses. It has an up-esque opening, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. I know exactly where you're coming. Up meaning the Disney film Up. Yeah. It, it's very, very similar in its opening. Uh, and the the ending, oh, sorry, the opening is where it got me the most. Mm. Um, it, it just that score is utterly perfect mm. that they put behind it. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 the score through the whole movie was just incredible. Mm. But at the start of the film, oh, I just I loved it. I also think for you as a dad, it would mean more. Yes. Like yeah. I don't really. I can't fathom that relationship. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I, I understand that. Like, if you had watched this pre-dad, would you have been as into it? No. Yeah. I think that's the difference. No. I think that's why I'm I'm a little less on it than you are. Yeah, I, I get that. And and I think, I think, for me, that's why I consider this movie a horror movie, where you probably don't. Nah, it's a thriller to me. Yeah, and I understand that. I think most people would say it's a thriller, and I can, I, I can, if it was on a video store, like back in the day, mm. if it was in the horror section, I'd be like, nah. but to me, this is like, this is scary. <laughs> You'd grab the case and go up to the poor clerk and be like, excuse me, <laughs> excuse me. I found this in um, horror, but it's actually technically more of a thriller. I, I have done that before, so I don't. 
I mean, they had wrong turn in the thriller section. I'm like, you fucking idiots. That's a complete horror movie. Uh, but anyway. You're really overlooking the horror elements that make up this movie. <laughs> it, Dude, it shits me so much. You, you should watch when I, when I search up Stan. Okay, yeah, fair enough. They have the dumbest movies in the wrong position and it pisses me off so much. It's the little things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, what, one of the things I really did like about this movie is how real it is. And there are a lot of elements that make this movie real, but one of the good things about this film is it actually has Google. It has Facebook and all that stuff. Yeah, they don't where, use fake websites and shit. Yeah, and I, and I can't remember what movie it was. Maybe it was Unfriended, where they used not it, it was Facebook, but not Facebook. I think so. They had they had some stuff that was legit, and then they had other stuff that wasn't. Yeah, yeah, and it takes you out. Mm. It's like uh, okay, where this? Yeah, all the websites, everything they use is completely real. Yeah, like Skype and everything. Yeah. So that was really good. Um, John Cho. Let's talk about him for a second. Mm. Because beyond this, like I knew him from American Pie. I knew him from um, Harold and Kumar. Finally got his white castle. <laughs> I have never seen him. <laughs> I've never seen him in a role like this. And it goes to show that comedy actors or, or people in the comedy world, they really know how to channel a serious role or a horror role. I mean, you look at Jordan Peele or John Krasinski, I th- A Quiet Place. Yeah, I I think it's always easier to go from funny to sad. Yeah. Um, because there's always an element... Well, not always, but... Um, there's, there's, you know, sometimes it's an element of tragedy to comedy and that makes it funny. Like, there's, yeah. there's a line... And you I kind mean, of tiptoe around it when you're making jokes and shit. Yeah. I mean, look at Robin Williams. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hilarious. I laughed so much when he killed himself. Um, but... <laughs> so not true. Too, I was a, too soon. I was a mess for like a week, to be real. Really? Yeah, I loved Robin Williams. <laughs> oh, I just kept watching like Goodwill Hunting and like fucking... Uh, Jack... Jack and Dead Poet Society and it's like why am I doing this to myself <laughs> but yeah Mrs. Doubtfire yeah hello hello <laughs> um, but yeah look John Cho he knocks it out of the ballpark in this film yeah he's so I think good. he's he absolutely killed it and he's, he's one of the reasons that broke me in this film mm. because of his performances. Hmm. Like, I felt like this was a genuine story and he and he was actually living these moments. Yeah. Look, I've, I've got a little sort of bone to pick with it where it takes a little believability jump for me. All right, go for but it. But it's a spoiler. <laughs> okay, we're, we're spoiling this movie, we're so... spoiling it? Oh... Uh, how, how spoiler? I'll be like, is it gonna- super quick. I'll mention the thing that happened. Um, I think if you've seen it, you'll know what I mean, but I don't think it'll spoil it. Okay. All right. This is, well, I'll try not to. All right. Maybe just skip ahead right. for a little bit. Okay. <laughs> okay. What she makes that guy do 
confession wise. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And then what happened to him, I feel like is a bit of a jump for, for what she was doing. If that makes sense. A little bit. Like I, I can understand the trying to protect aspect, but I don't understand the murdery aspect. Like I, I, I feel like the, the bit where that happened is a little bit too far. I, I get it, but I mean, she was protecting her son. Yeah, like, I understand it, but I just felt like it was, it kind of like, was like, oh, uh, maybe, <laughs> for me. So you, you don't think something like that would happen in real life? No. <laughs> like, I don't think she needed to <laughs> to do it, to finish it that way. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. I'm trying not to spoil it. I don't know if I've done yeah, it. Yeah, I know, I know, job, I know. But, yeah. Um, but other than that, everything else is pretty fucking solid. Like I totally get everything else except for that. Okay. For, see, for me, I, I believed it. I believe everything in this film. Mm. I believe that there's people out there that would do that, would go to those lengths to protect someone. Again, maybe I don't get it cause I'm not a parent. <laughs> yeah. That's some like <laughs> super ride or die shit. That's true. That's true. Um, Okay. <clears throat> this uh, going back to the realism of this movie another thing that i found really fascinating and that's something that that everyone every single person in this world has seen before and how it's the fact that this film shows that when something is happening until it gets popular no one cares no one gives a shit and then yeah. when it and then when it gets popular Everyone jumps on board and says their piece. For example, when celebrities die, everyone mm. comes out of the woodwork and says, "Oh, he was my favorite actor. Oh, he was my favorite musician, Bullshit. and all this stuff." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like for example, Michael Jackson. When he died, everyone came out and going, "I've loved him since childbirth." You know? Well, some children have really loved him since they were kids. That one of those people were <laughs> me. Oh, I get you, you dirty fuck. He, I don't believe. I don't, I don't believe he did anything. But that's a discussion for another. I would have shown him my butthole if he wanted. <laughs> but yeah, no, there were people in this movie, and I love how they take that where where you had the dad calling up these people saying, "Where is she?" and they couldn't really care until it was trending worldwide on yeah. news and Twitter and all that stuff, where people made videos crying. How no. this girl was her best, best friend. I fucking hate when yeah. people do that when, like, I don't know. I've known some people to do that in real life where it's like, oh, I was so close to this person or that person who died. And I'm like, they weren't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If that happens to me and, like, there's people that I've met, like, once and they say that, mm. I'm going to haunt them. Mm-hmm. And make it my mission to, to destroy them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, bit far fetched, but um, another thing that 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 really kind of hit home for me actually in this mm-hmm. movie is how how toxic social media can really be. I mean, you when, when this when this report went went um, worldwide viral, on the news, whatever. Yeah, viral. That's the word I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it went viral, people commenting on on the dad not being a good dad. And all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, everybody's got a fucking opinion. 
Yeah, exactly. And it kind of hit home to me. A little story about um, my life. My wife's parents... <laughs> my wife. <laughs> so bad of a Borat, but anyway. Don't, don't get me started on Borat. <laughs> but, okay, my wife, her parents, they... Okay, so they, they, they were living... Where their house was, was on, on the coast, pretty close to the beach. Yeah. And they sold their house... That's where the coast um, is. Thank you. They sold their house, and I think the date was December 15th, right before Christmas, right? Yeah. They sold their house on a Friday night. Uh, sorry, no, a Thursday night. It was a Thursday night. Mm-hmm. The next day... Um, so, so sorry. They, they they sold their house Thursday night. Yeah. They celebrated, and they thought, fuck it. Let's, let's cancel the insurance so we don't have to pay for it. This guy's moving in next week. Good. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen? Ooh. Anyway, the next day, a tornado happened. A tornado. Tornadoes don't happen in Australia. Yeah. Like, Like, what? You never never hear about tornadoes happening in Australia. No. So the next day. Unless it's like Hurricane Beck or something. Not really. Yeah. um, (laughs) Who's Hurricane? Oh, inside (laughs) joke. Super in joke. Anyway. um, Thanks, Bailey. The next. The next day. (laughs) The next day, I'm at work and I get a phone call from my wife who is in absolute tears saying, basically saying that she's stuck in a tornado. <laughs> and I laughed it off going, there's no fucking tornadoes in Australia. What are you talking about? This isn't Missouri. Um, but actually I should say Kansas. Um, what anyway, there's any more Tim. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, long story short, there was a tornado. Mm-hmm. This actually happened. And so crazy. My wife left her parents' house and was driving back to our house when this tornado hit. And it got to the point that she had to pull over with my daughter in the car, who would have been uh, uh, almost two. Did they run inside the barn and then use their belts to strap themselves to like a pole thing? There was no barn. Oh, okay. Maybe it's a different movie I'm thinking of. It's not a movie. It's real life. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so... So, yeah, she got stuck in this tornado. She had to pull over. There's trees falling all around her. And my in-law's house basically got demolished. Fuck. It was, it was still standing, but the roof was gone. It was a complete mess. It was so brutal. You need a roof. And, yeah, and I felt like the biggest dick because I didn't believe her and I kind of laughed at her when she told me. So I felt like a dick. <laughs> Anyway, what happened was, obviously because tornadoes aren't common in Australia, uh, yeah. news reporters were all over there and they um, interviewed my in-laws who were on the news. And I remember, I remember, obviously, my in-laws saying, like, we don't have insurance on this house because of, of selling it yeah, we're about the, to the sell previous it, yeah. night. And I remember it being on Facebook and the amount of people just going... This this family is fucking stupid. Why would you cancel your your insurance and all that stuff? And there were so many people just talking shit about it. It's like, are you fucking serious? This family has has suffered this, and you're there talking shit about how stupid they are. Uh, also, how many of you people have tornado insurance? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like no one in Australia has tornado insurance. Fire insurance, maybe. Yeah, okay, that's, yeah, understandable. Like, but, but not tornado insurance. Yeah, yeah, but 
it just it just proved to me how fucking toxic social media can be and how disgusting people's actions are when it doesn't when it doesn't affect them. Yeah. Oh, you know? man, I remember when... Oh, actually, it's probably a personal story, so never mind. <laughs> <'Cause> it's, <Okay. laughs> it's another you story, actually. Oh, you can say it. Um, When your little brother had that accident, because he was, like, skitching on the car, because he's an idiot. Yes. And then it got in the paper, and then I was reading the article, and how much shit they were dragging on your mum and shit, and how many things they just got wrong. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's another thing. Media... All right, so people are probably wondering what what actually. Sorry, <laughs> if you my, didn't want to no, bring it up. No, it's fine. No, like my mum was driving somewhere, and my brother, who was I don't know, fourteen or something like that at the time, I can't remember exactly how old he was. He was riding on his skateboard and thought it'd be cool to grab onto the back of my mum's car and get towed on it, like fucking Back to the Future type shit. Sorry. Anyway, my mum, not knowing that he's on the back, um, was driving and, and picked up some speed and he's kind of hit a rock and gone headfirst into the into the road. And he's fucked himself up hard. Like, yeah. was in hospital for days and stuff like that. And yeah, and she got um, charged and everything. And yeah, media was there just blaming my mum for all this. Yeah. When, if you know, like, Tim's little brother at all, you're like, oh, no, he's just been a rat bag and just grabbed on the car. She would have had no idea. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> he's but, a mini version of me, so. Like, I just remember reading it in, in the, like, local paper and shit. Because it was then a leader or some shit. Yeah. And um, I'm like, half of that shit is just either flat out wrong or just made up. Uh-huh. Like, all the ages, like description of what happened and all that crap was just like oh it's like they barely did research yeah exactly yeah they just wanted to put a good story out and that's why i don't believe anything on the internet yeah you know there's always there's always two stories Mm, exactly two sides to one story yeah so yeah uh okay so back onto this film sorry um (laughs) no don't be sorry um back onto this film um look man i fucking love this movie I think it's definitely, in my opinion, well, obviously I put it as a tied number one for 2018. Yep. Uh, it was, <clears throat> it was my favorite film of 2018, along with Halloween. Um, mm-hmm. But this one is just, yeah, it just worked for me in so many different ways. Um, so let's wrap up this review here. I, for me, this movie is a ten out of ten. Ten. Love it, yeah! I love it, love it, love it, love it. What about you? Uh I feel. Look, this is a good score, <laughs> but I still feel like you're going to be mad at me. <laughs> I'm going to give it an eight. Eight's yeah, it's fine. Eight's good. Like that's good coming from someone who doesn't have kids and, and doesn't relate to it as much as I do. Yeah, look for some like I cried a lot of t- dumb shit. But for some reason, this movie didn't hook me as much as it hooked you. Um, yeah. Like, I really enjoyed it. I think it's a very well-crafted movie. I love the computer aspect of it. I love the acting in it. I love the story. I think it's really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, the twisty twists are cool. And, um, yeah, it's a good time. Uh, it is. But it just... Maybe I just need to, uh, like... 
birth something one day and then I'll get it. But uh, until then, it just didn't didn't sink its hooks in as, as deep as it could have. Um, but yeah, I'll give it an eight. It's a really fucking good movie. You should watch it. Nice, man. Good work. Mm. Okay, so picking the song for yeah. this movie. Um, you've been waiting for this for a while. Uh-huh. Um, I had a... I, I had a few songs that I kind of wanted to do that represented this movie. Sure. One of those songs was um, Missing by Evanescence. Oh. Kind of goes hand in hand. I really like that song. Another one that I thought of was Don't Stop Believing by uh, uh, Journey. Journey, yeah. Um, obviously because he, the father never stopped believing okay. in this movie. Yeah, yeah. But I did some more research and I, pi- I picked a song that... Searched around as it were. Sorry? You searched around, as it were. I, I did. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Um, I picked a song that I feel goes really well with this movie, and, and you'll kind of... You'll get it when I say what song it is. And it's one of my all-time favourite songs and uh, by a band who's one of my all-time favourite bands. Um, the band is The Offspring. Yeah. And the song is Gone Away. Ooh. Yeah, okay. And I, I picked that because... The the, the the lyrics of that song kind of pretty much fit this movie. Uh, if you listen to it and then think about the movie, you're like, ah, oh, I can see it. I can see that this father was coming to a point where he was thinking that he was going to have to bury his missing daughter. Totes. Yeah. Which kills me. And uh, this song just fucking phenomenal. You can hear the pain in Dexter's voice singing this song. I, I, I think that... This song was written for someone that was close to him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just love it. And the Five Finger Death Punch cover of this song is pathetic. Don't listen to it. Really? I fucking hate it. I'm, it not, a, I'm just... not a huge Five Finger fan. Oh, you'll hate the cover then. Okay. It's so boring and bland. And there's just, yeah. They're there just like, oh yeah, Going Away is a good song. We should cover Sound, it and just make sounds it. Sounds like shit. Five Finger. <laughs> to be <Yeah>. real. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to leave you with Gone Away. And we'll be back uh, after this. Sounds good. Cheers.
right, we're back, and we're going to be talking about a couple more horror movies that have made me cry. And some of you are going to question, is it really a horror movie? But the movie that I'm talking about is I Am Legend with Will Smith. Uh, you've seen this, Luffy, right? Ah, uh, the dog bit? Yep, that's exactly the scene <laughs> that we're talking about. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I am not a dog lover in any way, shape. I mean, I have a dog. I mean, a fucked dog. <laughs> I, I would never fuck. I mean, oh, I don't yeah, know. I'm saying some of your exes. My ex, uh, right? True, true. <laughs> Fucking dogs, um, bro. <laughs> but yeah, man, that that scene, and, and it comes down to Will Smith's acting. Phenomenal acting in this movie, and I really like I Am Legend. Mm-hmm. I admit the CGI could have been done a little bit better. If but, well, if you've like heard the original ending, which I can't recall now. But it made so much more sense than the, the ending of the actual movie. Oh, well, I want to know what the original ending is now. Uh, I can't remember, but I just remember it was better. All right, I'm going to search it up. <laughs> okay. Um, but, yeah, I'm Legend, the scene with the dog, man, gets you every time. Bruh. Uh, another movie that, that kind of... It's it's a comedy horror, but there is a scene in it that kind of jerks my tears. If you get my drift, uh, and that is the movie called The Final Girls. I think so. <laughs> you think so? I what? think I get you drift. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, so you're masturbating into your own eyes, so like upside down kind of deal. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Yes. Spastic. <laughs> um, so the Final Girls is. Kind of a love letter to Friday the Thirteenth in a way, where you have this girl, this this woman who was in a slasher film from the eighties, yeah, <clears throat> Friday the Thirteenth, and um, and it cuts to and, and that movie kind of took off, and um, and it cuts to her now, and this this actress has a daughter, and she's struggling to find any work, um, but she's really really close with her daughter, um, but she sadly is in a car accident and dies, um, leaving the daughter to live life by herself. And the town that she's in are having like this, this, um, this screening of the movie that she was in and like a 25th anniversary type screening, um, of this movie that she was in. And the guy running it is good friends with the daughter and wants the daughter to come say a few words about her mom and all that stuff. But, she doesn't want to. Anyway, a kind of a fire breaks out and a few people, including the daughter, get sucked into the cinema screen and into the movie. Okay. And it's basically the movie that that that, that they've been watching, um, which, which has her mum in it, but obviously the mum is playing a character, so she doesn't know who this girl is. Mm. And it's, it's the whole movie is basically this these people trying to find the way back and reliving this movie and um, and yeah and this girl is just trying to find more time with her mum and it gets to the conclusion that kind of where the mum kind of sacrifices herself for the daughter oh that's cute and then that's it is. the emotional bit it is it is really emotional because the song playing in the background is Betty Davis Eyes mm-hmm. which is the song that the mother and the daughter kind of connected over. Oh. You see them singing it in, in the car before it crashes and stuff like that. It's got some and good people in it. Yeah, Adam Devine is fucking hilarious oh, in 
he this is probably my favorite movie of his he's really? so funny he uh, spoiler alerts he dies in this movie and I get so upset when he dies because I'm like no I want more of this character <laughs> I like uh, I like Thomas Middleditch too he's fun yeah, um, yeah he's is the too. main bird from um, uh, American Horror Daily? Uh, uh, Famiga, um, well, what's her name? Not Vera Famiga. Her, her... Ta- Taysa. Ta- Taysa Famiga. Yes, Taysa? yes, Taysa. I, I, th- I think yes that she is in America. I, I've never seen American Horror Story. Or well, a lie, I've never. Seen, yeah, she is. She. Is, I haven't she seen is. all of it. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so that's her. Yeah, so it's got a few big people in it. Uh, it's a really, really good movie. Funny as hell. Um, but yeah, gets the tears rolling at one point. Okay. So, yeah, I want to watch this movie. It looks cool. You, yeah, you'll enjoy it. Um, another one that uh, a lot of people will straight out tell me it's not horror. And I, for the most part, I'll, I'll agree. But it's a Stephen King written story. And that is The Green Mile. Got to tell him different, Mr. Jangles. <laughs> you want some cornbread? Well, you're not getting any. <laughs> Have you seen the, yeah, the yeah. Simpsons skit? Oh, my God. That's fucking gold. It's a cornbread, um, Mr. Jangles. <laughs> the, the Green Mile. Do I need to explain why it makes you cry? Just the whole fucking movie? Yeah. The, the whole oh. movie is phenomenal. Uh, another one of my favorite all-time films. Um, I, I love Tom Hanks as an actor. Yeah, uh, I think he's great in everything. Um, but this is probably this and and uh, Forrest Gump is probably my two favorite of his. So nice. yeah, sorry. Thought <laughs> <laughs> you were going to say something else. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, a quiet place. We all seen it. Oh yeah, that ending. The, oh, actually, no. The the start, the start, got, yeah, the, true, the, true. The start got me, and, and I get it. Yeah, the ending is emotional, um, but the start of the movie, uh, where the the oh god, I won't really spoil this one, but the start of a quiet place hit me fucking hard because hit you hard, hit that kid harder. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, children, man, <laughs> children, man. Like, oh my god, and and just to look on John Krasinski's face, yeah. who's the father of this kid, says it all. Yeah, and yeah, I, 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 well, I don't know exactly how he felt because I've never lost a child, touch wood, um, but yeah, just oh, that <laughs> would be the worst thing ever. Yeah, I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> Say it. Go on. I was going to say, maybe one day. <laughs> what? That, so that's mean. not even funny. That's dick. not funny. It's just me. That's why. It is. That's insane. Wow. <laughs> you want one of my children to die, is what you just said. Ah, uh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> if, if they have to, for the sake of the bit. <laughs> no. I like my children. Fine. You don't want the bit to work. No, I don't want the bit to work. Right, fine then. <laughs> See what your fucking um, commitments like. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, a quiet place. Obviously, for for obvious reasons, that movie can shed a tear or two. Mm. Before I wake is another movie that I don't think many people have seen. I I, I know that 
uh, it did come on Netflix, and maybe still is on Netflix, maybe, I'm not too sure, um, but this is done by um, uh, Mike Flanagan, I believe it was one of his earliest works, um, I hope I can get his name right, there's so many yeah, directors Mike Flanagan. that I know, yep, cool, Mike uh, yeah, this is one of his earlier works, obviously he did A Haunting of Hill House, and uh, Doctor oh, Sleep, oh, that kind, yeah, okay, cool, Yes. Um, but yeah, he... Th- okay, the story of this movie is you have uh, a couple played by... And now I've lost it. Kate and Bosworth I can't remember. and Thomas Jane. That's the one, yes. Uh, you have them playing a couple who want to adopt a child. And they into- they adopt a child who is Jacob Tremblay, uh, one of my favourite kid actors at the moment. Uh, and this kid, when he dreams... Oh, they yeah. basically, uh, they basically happen in real time. Okay. So, not and, and there's nothing like Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. Um, but what this kid dreams, the the parents can see it. Oh, okay. Can see it like formation in 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 the um in the lounge room or something like that. So, for example, when he dreams of butterflies, butterflies flutter around their house. And this family have lost a child, and this kid has seen pictures of this dead child around and dreams of this child. Oh shit! And yeah, but it's not that that gets me. It's 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 this it's the horror element of this movie because he dreams of someone called the Kanker Man. The Kanker Man and a th- <laughs> Kanker, not candy. Oh, uh, I I think it's. Kanker, Kanker Man, I think it's... It's man, I know it's Kanker, it's something. But when you realise what the Kanker Man is, it fucking broke me, man. I This is one... Up there with Train to Busan, this is one that really, really got to me. Because it kind of has a little twist. And it's such a sweet and beautiful story. But it has a very, very horrifying horror element to it. Okay. Um, yeah, the, I, it sounds good. This is one of my, it's fucking phenomenal, man. I really, really like this movie. Um, it's one of my all time favorites. It is available nowhere <laughs> to watch, <laughs> to stream oh, anyway. It's a shame. You can buy I've got it on DVD, so you can borrow it. Okay. Oh, yeah, just go, go and buy it, man. I, I honestly think that you'll love it. Okay. I'll check it out. So, yeah. So that's before I wake, uh, phenomenal movie. Uh, okay, the last little one we're going to talk about, and I won't talk too much about it because mm. I talked about it not uh, on the on the monthly massacre, is the closet. I'm sure, I made and some sort of Achilles joke. You probably did. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, you started. You, you cut me off and started talking about Parasite. <laughs> but this one was brought to my attention by uh, Mark Nato from the Horrorcast, and I'm forever in his debt because okay. this is my. Favorite film of this year. It's a 2020 release. Um, I, I won't go into it too much because it's so new that I, w- I don't want to say too much. But it's a uh, it's it's a ghost story, and the ending just hit me hard because once again, children. Okay. So I'll leave it at that, man. I'll leave it at that. Um, okay. Do you have anything more to add about any films that have made you cry before we go into our last review? I legit can't think of any off the top of my head, but most of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got one like, more. Honestly. One more. Yeah. One more. And, I, and, and I'm pretty sure that if you did not cry in this movie, you have no soul. 
and that movie is Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Oh, right I'm pretty sure end, I cried. Everyone cries, and if you didn't, then you're lying. Yeah. Um, right at the end, when Terminator, when Arnold is getting uh, lowered down into the lava, and he he makes his hand into a thumbs up, and his little red light goes out. Oh, yeah. Oh, it just hits me. <laughs> but God, I love Terminator. Uh, okay, so let's go into our next feature review, and that is let the right one in. Let the right one in from 2008. This one comes in a 7.9 out of 10, and I'm not going to tell you who it stars because it's in Swedish and I can't pronounce people's names for shit. Um, Luffy, yo, you are going to read the plot synopsis for this film, so go for it. Okay. Uh, Oscar, a bullied 12-year-old, dreams of revenge. He falls in love with Eli, a peculiar girl, quote unquote. Uh, she can't stand the sun or food, and come into a room she needs to be invited uh eli gives oscar the strength to hit back but when he realizes that eli needs to drink other people's blood to live he's faced with a choice how much can love forgive set in the stockholm suburb of blackenberg in 1982 very good uh okay do you you want to start this one off first because i know that i think this movie connects with you a bit more than me sure Alright, so go for it. Um, I love this fucking movie. It it was like... 
It was one of the ones I saw when it like came out at the movies at the little Dendi, and I felt like you know, like you just kind of feel like a special art wanker when you go see like these like special foreign films and shit. Mm-hmm. And I just I really fell in love with it. It was one of those movies where um it came out on DVD. I was like there that week grabbing it. Yeah. Like I just I don't know. I just really connected with this movie. Um, what made you go and see this at the cinemas? Uh I used to just watch trailers of everything um that came out at the Dendi. And you so, just saw this trailer and you're like, huh, it looks interesting. Yep, I'm like, I'm cool. Yeah, pretty much. I was always looking for movies to watch. I'm um, so jealous. <laughs> why? I didn't... Uh, that you got to see this at the cinema. Yeah, it was Because I didn't see this... I didn't see this till years later. And like, I um, spent a lot of time on the internet and there was a lot of bars around this movie as well. Yeah. At the time. Back way, what, 12 years ago? Fuck me. Like, I was 20. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy to think that this movie's 12 years old now. Mm. It's as old as Oscar. So, this movie is based on a book Mm -hmm. by some dude with a long name that I'm not going to read. John. And. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, let's say John. Um, The director of this movie, before I continue any further, Thomas. Mm -hmm. Alfredson Alfredson it's not too tricky <laughs> yes it is uh, he <laughs> is a former comedian is he a former comedian you probably didn't yeah. hear that yeah I just thought it was funny but yeah um, I was reading the differences between this movie and the book the book is a lot darker <laughs> yes it, it, I don't want to give too much away but I'll just I'll leave it at that the book uh, is a lot darker, a lot darker. Um, I okay. My first thoughts of seeing this movie. I, I, my first time I watched this movie, I was bored, and I kind of turned it off. <gasps> and it wasn't like a year later when I actually sat down and watched it. What made you that? I that? really, I don't remember. Okay. I think I think maybe I listened to a podcast about it, and you were like, "I'll give it another." Good it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm so glad I gave it another shot because this movie is fucking phenomenal. It's... The story is just beautiful from start to finish. And it's not your classic horror film. It's more of a a romance story. And I just... I, 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 I love... I love the story of this because there's so much to digest when you're watching this movie. Mm. Um, but the the characters in this film, um, I won't say I connected with them in any way, shape, or form, obviously, because I'm not a 12-year-old boy. Or No, you've never been. Of I remember girl. when you were a 12-year-old girl, but um, not Thank a 12-year-old you. boy. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, it's such a unique story and such a unique vampire film you know it's not your typical uh gore fest vampire type film there is uh, okay yeah there is but it's not like no uh, i don't know 30 days a night or something like that this is a different take of a vampire story and and something that does 
many different things with the vampire lore uh, differently that I really liked. Uh, for example, for, for example, for example, the uh, don't come in unless you're invited. Mm-hmm. Like before watching this movie, I never wondered. Wait, why can't vampires go in unless they're not invited? And what happens if they do go in? I never mm. wondered that. But seeing this movie, I'm like, oh, wow. I'm really glad. And, and it wasn't like a stupid thing. Like, it's not like she burst into flames or something like that. It's awesome. Yeah. It, it, what happens and to her is really, really cool and creative. Just like, I mean, I, I cried in that bit too, but um, how. Well, see, I don't... I feel weird calling Ely a she. <laughs> because she I mean, never... I mean, they never say... Like, Ely never identifies, if that makes sense. Yes. Um, it's... Uh, look, can we spoil the shit out of this movie? Like, I really want... <laughs> it's so yeah. hard. Yeah, we can. Um, so, it's not really... Um, stated outright in the movie. And I honestly, mm-hmm. I'm not sure how much I picked up on it the first time I watched it. Um, but Illy is like a 300 year old vampire who was like originally castrated and was yes. a boy. Yes. Um, that's in the book. Yeah. So it's, sorry, did you say that? <laughs> no, 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 I didn't say it. Okay. Um, but that that's what Ily is. So, like, I feel weird calling it a she because he doesn't really um, call himself a she or say he's a girl. In fact, he constantly keeps saying he's not really a girl. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's odd. I fucking totally lost my point now, but. <laughs> um, and I like the point that when she keeps saying that she's not a girl, Oscar's like, that's okay. Yeah. Because he 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 doesn't see it as a sexual oh, thing. Yeah. Um it's it was how much Ely's w- was willing to put themselves through um to prove how much they cared about Oscar. Yeah. And it was like I'll suffer through this because you asked it of me kind of thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Even just to satisfy his curiosity. Because that looked like it fucking hurt. And you could see it in the eyes. Like, these kids did such a fucking good job, man. Oh, can you believe that this is their first acting experience? Both of them? Uh, I I can believe it, but they do so fucking good. Like, crazy good. Like, you wouldn't, like... um, Yeah, it's so good. Um... Yeah. Um, another point of this movie that I like, and uh, with films, I, I really like a bullying um, come up in story. You know, mm-hmm. when when uh, when bully, bullying happens, and then like the the person getting bullied gets his comeuppance. Yeah. And in this one, it's such a satisfying ending <laughs> with what happens. Yeah, totally. Um, and it's really cool. Like I love how you're left to your imagination about what's happening, you know? Yeah. We're seeing... You don't see... Don't, you don't see the... I guess, action happen. The massacre. The massacre yeah. But you just see... 
um, like how it's shot in the pool and it's mm-hmm. kind of just happening in the background. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, the, and the thing that I like the most is how you can see this kid obviously being dragged across the pool, mm. but his kid, his legs are just kicking so in the pool. Just like, yeah. And it makes me like, think like, Oh, she's like flying and just dragging him. Mm. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, you see the head. Like I showed, I showed Jaleesa, um, that part last night because I, I just said to Jaleesa, I'm like, you won't like this movie. You don't have the attention span. No. <laughs> And and she didn't take that as offense because she knows that when I, when I tell her that she knows that you're right, I'm right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she won't. But I I showed her that part, and when the head hit the water, she was like, "Whoa, holy shit!" Mm. <laughs> that yeah, that shocked her. Um, but yeah, the whole bullying side of the story is just it works because you're rooting for this kid. That was my that was my end for me. For sure. Because you were a bully teenager? Because <laughs> I was a bully. A bullied oh, teenager. Oh, bullied teenager. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I yeah, you, I get the feelings that he's feeling. You were a bully too. Uh, no, I don't think to so. Me, to me, you were. Ah, oh, that was but when I was after teenager. <laughs> That's now. I took the lessons I learned and I became <laughs> the bully. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, no, I, I totally I totally got it. Like that just all that like posturing when you're by yourself and then you go like you're like, nah, it won't happen again, I'll fucking do this and I'll do that and then you're just powerless in the moment, you just can't do anything, it just happens. Yeah. Yeah, and and I like I like how Oscar come like you don't see him cry about this. Instead, you see a very sinister side mm. of him, where he where he kind of imagines himself killing these kids. Which is like I think it's a fucking totally natural reaction to like <laughs> really <laughs> yeah man like oh uh, yeah yeah I, I get what you're saying I I, I know what you're saying look you, you push someone into a corner long enough. Do you know what I mean? Like, sometimes it feels like the only way out is through. Yep. So, and also, like, meeting violence with violence and how it begets more violence and all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think it's perfectly... Totally, it's not right and all that shit, but it's it's a totally natural reaction to to want to fight back and to want to stop the suffering that you're feeling mm-hmm. um, in such an extreme way, because I also like you're a kid as well. So it's like your grasp of consequences isn't what it is when you're an adult. That's true. You know, so you're like, well, I'll just fucking kill him. <laughs> like, <laughs> You can think it all day, but it doesn't mean you'll yeah. actually do it. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Um, well, let's talk about the character of Haken, and sure. he's not—he's not named this in the movie. This is coming from the book. <laughs> Haken is the quote-unquote father, who is not really a father. He's—he's he's a carer yeah. in this movie. Um, what did you—what did you think about that character? Because I've got a very different opinion that I found out was wrong. But um, what did I think of him? 
Like, what what did you think about that whole side, like that whole angle of the film? I'm not sure. See, like, it's something that I didn't really look up, so I'm not really for sure, for sure. But I felt like maybe he was like an Oscar of a different life. That's exactly what I thought. The whole time watching this movie and previous, I always thought that he was at one point um, the same age as Oscar, fell in love with this girl Mm. and has grown up like being with her, Mm. but she's a vampire and stayed her age. But like, it also, like I thought maybe it was, maybe he came across her when he was older and he was just looking, uh, looking after her and felt like, um, he wanted to continue to, maybe he didn't have kids or something. And, and he found this daughter in Eli kind of thing. Mm. It, it, but what, what actually happened? What happened? Uh, uh, I mean, I haven't read the book. Um, and I only read about it yesterday, like what happened, but I, I can't tell you exactly what happened, but yeah, he was an older man. <laughs> he wasn't, he was an older man. So it wasn't like we predicted how he was, he started off in a romantic relationship mm. with, Ellie, um, but he was an older man, um, out of his luck and Ellie kind of took him in and said, you're going to be my carer. Mm. Um, because, and this is another thing I like about this movie is that coming with the vampire law, he's there to do things for her that she can't do. Obviously she can't, um, go out in the day. Mm. Like so that, that's there. totally a, um, a vampire thing where it's like they have, Oh, what do you call them? Basically like slaves. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, it, it's, it's on, um, what we do in the shadows. Lance from the, Lance from the horror returned, <laughs> corrected me once already about this. And now he's going to get cranky at me again. I'll find it. Um, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Um, but yeah, um, that, that whole time, like this whole time, I thought that Haken was at one point a young boy and in like romantic, in, in, in with Ellie, Ellie romantically. Mm. But yeah, no, that's, that's wrong. But it, like, I don't know. Their relationship just seems so like innocent and like, it's not really, uh, it's not really sexual. It just seems like this incredible closeness that they have and like an incredible connection. And yeah. there's just something really fucking adorable about it. Well, apparently in, in the, are you talking about Oscar and Ellie or? Yeah. Oh, okay. So we're well, going back to Haken. Okay. Apparently in the book, Haken was a pedophile. Okay. That makes sense. And this is where I'm, where I'm talking about where the book's a lot darker mm-hmm. than the movie. Uh, in this, they obviously shy away from the pedophilia point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't want to say it, <laughs> but they they kind of shy away from that in in the film. Which, uh, to be honest, I'm kind of glad. I think it makes for a cleaner movie. Like not in, you know, you can't broach that subject in film. I, I just mean for this movie. Um, it just makes it a more romantic story. Yeah, without that stuff. I, I mean, I, I don't like seeing pedophilia in any movie, so. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, it, it, oh, one, okay, the biggest thing with this movie for me, and 
This is something that I usually listen to, uh, not daily, but weekly, mm-hmm. um, is the theme for this movie. Mm. It's one of my... The, the whole score. Yeah, the whole The soundtrack to this movie. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Especially the main theme with the um, uh, flamenco guitar in it and everything like that. It's just mm-hmm. absolutely incredible. And they use it so well during this movie. They, they use it a couple of times during the movie, but it it's something that kind of pulls on my heartstrings. Just that music alone. Um, mm. I, I love it. I, I think it's absolutely fantastic. So that is that is the biggest thing that I can take away from this movie is, <laughs> is the theme for this movie. Um, yeah, for sure. Like, it's, it's just like... <laughs> I don't know. I just, I love this movie so much. Like the shots, the, the tone, the mood of it, like mm-hmm. uh, it, it's just, it's really bleak and really like hopeful at the same time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And how it's even just like the kind of love conquers, conquers all kind of relationship and how that like, it doesn't matter what, what gender. Billy. Yeah, is. true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, which yeah. was yep. look. I don't think I'd really seen anything like that before. This like not much anyway. No, well, I haven't. I can't think of a thing, single thing. Mm. So it I was, think this is a very. Yep. Sorry. No, no. I was just going to say that was really interesting, but yeah. I, I think this is a very unique story and, and one of its kind, to be honest. Obviously, you got the remake, but from what I recall, the remake is nowhere near this great. I, um, I, can't, yeah. I can't see how it would... It might hit the same beats in that, but I, I just can't see how it could match the... I don't know. The original. Yeah. yeah I just don't... Yeah. I just... I, it was a long time I saw it. Um, and I don't remember it being anywhere near as good as this one. So, I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe it's time for a rewatch. Maybe. I don't know. I never want to really watch the, <laughs> yeah, the new one. Because I just... Th- this movie doesn't need a remake. No, it doesn't. No. Um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end my review with, with this. Um, this is... I don't think this is a movie for everyone. No. I think that a lot of people will come out of this going, eh, it was slow, it was boring, nothing much happened. Boring and, or, or weird or whatever. Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Weird especially, yeah. Um, and and I can agree. Uh, not agree, I can't agree. I, I can see where, peop- where people would find this boring or weird. Um, but for me, this, this movie is just really, really good. It's not a film I can watch every week, though, you know? No, um, it it had been a hot minute to Todd Tate as well. Yeah, and it's going to probably be a, a year or maybe a year and a half before I re- re-watch it again. Mm. Um, in saying that, it's definitely, definitely one of the best movies to come out of this decade. Mm. And one of, honestly, one of the better vampire movies we've, we've ever had. Um, so mm. for me, this movie is a nine out of 10. Nice. So what about you? Uh, I don't know if you can probably guess, <laughs> but eight, no, 
uh, <laughs> it just gets a hot 10 out of 10 for me. Wow. I, yeah. I love this movie. Um, and just like, I don't know, there was also like something around that age where I was just getting really into Swedish shit <laughs> as well. <laughs> like, this yeah. is when I was like in my mad like Swedish death metal phase and... Um, yodeling. Yodeling and... <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine you yodeling at the top of the mountain. Can you really? Yeah, not really at all. <laughs> <laughs> but fuck me, I would love to see it. I just wanted to. I just wanted to live there so bad. Why? I don't know. It just seemed like a fucking fun place. Do you want to go to the Midsummer Festival? Yes. <laughs> fuck that. Why? Because I don't want to be burnt alive. No, it looks fun, man. Drinking the no. weird drug juice, wearing a bear suit. Okay, you, okay, you kind of got me at the drug juice. <laughs> <laughs> wearing the death dress. That'd be cool. Um, oh, all right, well, a, do fucking you... Fucking sledgehammer old cunts. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll stick to it on my TV. Spoiler. I don't know if I could... <laughs> I don't want to hurt old people. They're done. It's their time. <laughs> Wow. Um, all right. Well, do you want to talk about the song that you've picked for Let the Right One In? Sure. Uh, I will just mention that apparently that the Morrissey song is where the the book title came from. Yeah. And that's the reason I'm shocked that you didn't pick this song. But I don't know. It doesn't... Um, I don't really know that song. So... <laughs> It's it's not one that I picked. So I picked with I picked a I picked a band that I was super into at the time when I was like watching this movie, if that makes sense, like for the first time. Cuz yep. it was I watched the movies as soon as I could fucking get it on DVD, it came out and then I watched it a bunch more times. And I was just showing everybody I knew this fucking movie. Nice. Um but they're a band from Boston, I believe. From where? Um, <coughs> Boston. Oh, okay. And um, they just do really <clears throat> cool, like, post-medley stuff. And... <coughs> sorry. Throat's getting super dry. Mm. Rona. Um, and they're a band called Isis. Oh, you supporting the terrorists? Always, like <laughs> Shuheda, my brother. But <coughs> yeah, uh, it's a song called "So Did We," and it's not so much the lyrics or anything like that. But I feel like it just captures the kind of bleakness and the hopefulness um, that I got from this movie. Mm-hmm. So tonally, I feel like it's along the same lines for me. Okay. Like, that's that's my explanation for it. You might disagree. You might be like, you're a fucking idiot. But I love this fucking song. And I love this movie. And to me, it just reminds me of that time, man. Cool, man. I, I don't really condone you supporting terrorists, but whatever. You gotta do what you can for the, the Arab Brotherhood, man. So... <laughs> We are gonna lose listeners now. Hata Allah, bro. Swear to God. 
don't even don't even joke. Give me them halal fucking snack pack, bruh. <laughs> snack pack. <laughs> oh yuck! Chili sauce, cuz. <laughs> stop even. Stop talking like that. It's just gross listening to. Why is this so gross? Halas my heritage. Voila, bro. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So fucking shabuta over here. All right. Now we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. Okay. Oh. We're gonna wrap this show up. I'll wrap you up, bro. Okay, this concludes the Horror for Dummies podcast for this week. We would like to thank each and every one of you for joining us. And uh, yeah, we are proud members. <laughs> we are proud members of the Padded Room Podcast Network and can be found there as long uh, sorry, as well as Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, and many more everywhere except YouTube. Shout out to if you- Muhammad Ali. Shut up. Uh, voila, like, fuck if, <laughs> if you would like... I'll, fuck, I'll fucking mute you. If you would... <laughs> you wish. If you would like... I can. I edit the show and I can't... That's, that's true. You can just mute my track. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you would like to help this show grow, the best way to do it is giving us a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts or even sharing our show on social media. Yeah, call your cousins. Can, tell them about it. I'm, that's it. I'm fucking done. <laughs> We can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Letterboxd under Horror for Dummies, and we would love to hear from you, so please let us know your thoughts on this show. And let us know, is there any um, horror films out there that made you cry that we didn't mention? Yeah. We want to know. Apes. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Let, let us know. I'm actually curious, because I'm always on the search for a horror movie that makes you cry. I don't know. It's just something I really, really like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing next week? All right. Next week. Next week, we are. The theme is. And this one, I'm, I'm a little bit excited for this theme. A little bit excited. Put it away. Put it away. <laughs> next week's theme, we're going to be talking about nostalgia horror. What is that? And. Mean? Well, okay. When I say that, I'm not talking about films that we watched when we were kids. Okay. I'm talking about modern day films that that kind of are set back in the early 80s or the 90s um, that kind of take you back to the childhood. Kind of giving it like a throwback vibe kind of thing. Exactly, exactly. And there are a few out there that do it pretty well. Nice. But the movies that we're going to be talking about mostly are Turbo Kid Mm -hmm. and The Summer of 84. Fuck yeah. But we're also going to be mentioning a lot of other nostalgic titles um, for example, it, the remake. So nice. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else to add before we head off? Hatala, bro. Yalla, bye, man. Fucking shut up. All right, we're gone. <laughs> Enjoy ISIS, you fucking terrorist, Luffy. <laughs>